On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, with the world at a standstill in the wake of the COVID-19 virus, we talk to Taylor Burns about staying on top of your training in uncertain times. Welcome to episode 80 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. What a difference a week makes. At the end of last week's episode, we promoted that we'd be talking about the upcoming Canadian College Baseball Conference season through the lens of the three Alberta teams. But with the ever-changing landscape thanks to coronavirus and everything grinding to a halt while we try to flatten the curve, so to speak, we were forced to shift gears. We know baseball, and all sports for that matter, can be so many things to so many people. From the athletic pursuit, to coaching, teaching, and organizing, to just being a fan, we want to continue being that outlet for you. We will continue to focus on the sport in Alberta in different ways until the diamonds across this province and abroad are filled with the sights and sounds we all cherish once again. In the interim, a lot of athletes are left with a big question mark lingering over their heads. What to do when you're essentially staying at home waiting for the all clear? Taylor Burns at Absolute Human Performance has been tweeting a few ideas and we thought we'd check in with him for some thoughts on what you can do if you're wanting to get a workout done at home and we also talked about mindset and taking care of yourself in this time of uncertainty. Taylor, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, I could join you in more normal times. No kidding. Well, it is certainly an interesting time, a weird time in the world, and it's left a lot of athletes wondering uh, what they can do to keep on top of things while they wait for what might be a couple of weeks. It might be from for a couple of months. It might be for much longer than that. What would you say is your top piece of advice for them right now? Um, uh, I would say, you know, and, and I, I sent out a text yesterday to basically all my athletes, um, to, to, to let me know what equipment they have access to. And so I'm going to MacGyver a, a bunch of programs together for them. Um, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot, obviously to try and help these, help everybody out. Um, I would say, you know, John Wooden's quote, um, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can do. And obviously I think that's, that's, uh, very applicable to what's going on right now. Um, you know, it's obviously not ideal at all if you don't have equipment, um, but there is still, you know, if, 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 if we uh, approach things intelligently, you can still, you know, get a pretty good training effect. Um, and so when things resume, you kind of can hit the ground running and, and be kind of where you were at from a training standpoint um, when, when all this, this kind of uh, hit the fan and you weren't able to get into gyms anymore. Mm-hmm. And obviously this goes beyond baseball to a certain extent, but it, should the goal be to be limber? Should it be about stretching them out a little bit? Or do you want them trying to push themselves at home? What would you say is, is kind of key in that regard? I think it's everything. I mean, obviously if you, if you don't have, um, if you don't have access to, to weights, um, you know, you're not going to really be able to get much max strength, uh, work in. But what I would say is, you know, strength and, and aerobic capacity, what we know from all, all the research is that those two qualities can, can hold on um, for, for, you know, two, three weeks, sometimes up to 30 days. Um, what really takes a hit a lot faster is, uh, is power. Um, and so obviously, um, 
for baseball players, that's that's the most important thing is, is our power output. Um, the good news with, with that is there, there's ways to train power, um, you know, outside of the sagittal plane uh, in, in really limited space, you know, skater jumps, single leg jumps. Um, if you're, you know, once the weather gets a little bit better out, out here, we can, you know, you get out to a football field by yourself and you can go sprint um, and you can kind of keep that, that uh, your ability to produce power at the level it's at. And I would say that um, doing that is going to be really, really important so that when you go to throw a baseball, hit a baseball sprint, um, you still have that explosiveness. And then, yes, absolutely, mobility um, is going to be paramount too. You can do tons and tons of um, pitching and, and hitting specific mobility without any equipment. Um, and, you know, I like to say that strength, I'm a strength and conditioning coach, um, but for baseball players, it's really about strength and mobility. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, that quality is very, very important. And it's absolutely one that you can look to improve um, when you don't have much equipment. I suppose given that we're not uh, actually in a, a physical lockdown yet, I mean, there's that expectation of maybe you can self-isolate as much as you can. But given that, you know, we have a lot of park space, we've got a lot of open space here in this province, there's probably those opportunities, as you mentioned, even if it's just to go outside for a quick run or whatever the case may be, is at least something. And you got to take advantage of situations when they do present themselves. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you know, kind of make do with what you have. And uh, if you can get out and there's a path behind your behind your house and there, there's there's no snow on it you can go go get a sprint in um, you know do some interval work uh, whatever it may be um, you know obviously the throwing and hitting thing is a little bit more challenging mm -hmm. um, and that's something I'm trying to figure out especially right now it's still below freezing here in Edmonton and I don't really want guys you know I've kind of thought you know you pop outside with uh, with your with your dad or whatever if, if obviously if both of you don't have symptoms and and play some catch but if it's below freezing i don't think it's it's uh, smart to do that for the arm yeah and that's kind of the interesting challenge in all of this as well as the baseball side of it whether it is you know trying to throw a fastball or whether it's taking a swing with a bat at a live baseball i mean not everybody's got a batting cage in particular and so that kind of almost becomes a, a challenge all on its own is you know once it gets warmer out is it going to be are you going to be able to get outside and, and get to the local park or whatever the case may be and and hit something so it's you know it's it's the ever-evolving door and so you got to be willing to kind of um uh, roll with the punches i guess for sure. And the one thing I would say is, um, you know, if you if you don't just sit sit on the couch for a few weeks um, and you do what you can, even if it's just nothing but body weight, there are ways like I can I can program, um, you know, ways to, to keep the rotator cuff really strong. Um, make sure we have that active control into external rotation, um, ways to make sure, you know, our scap our scapulas are moving properly and we're still getting some uh, some stability through there. And so that when even if you go a month without throwing a baseball, if, if you stay on top of all of those things, um, it shouldn't be that long of an on uh, uh, kind of on ramp process to to get yourself up and rolling um, intensity and volume wise from a throwing perspective. Um, you know, we, we take time off throwing all the time. Um, you know, I'm a big believer that in a calendar year, most throwers should take two to three months without even touching a baseball. Um, and we use that time to to really um, kind of take care of the things I, I mentioned before as far as, you know, cuff control and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so if you do that, you should be able to hit the ground running fairly quickly when, when the opportunity presents itself. You've developed free eight-week programs for pitchers and position players. You rolled it out on Twitter earlier on in the week. Are these pretty basic, or are they aimed at particular players' experience? Um, those, I mean, I would say they're... 
there is there's a decent amount of uh i think they're they're really good programs but they're, they're they leave a lot to be desired as far as um it, it's not individualized and so you know with baseball players um everybody's different and so with especially with the mobility and the arm care and the warm-ups um that is where you'll see the the it really needs to be tailored to the individual but obviously um i can't do that so i did the best i could to kind of um cover all different bases for for uh, a pretty broad population that might need different specific needs um but um, with that said, uh, I do think that if you follow that program, um, you'd be in a pretty good spot eight weeks from now. Unfortunately, uh, most gyms are closed now, so might have to put together a, a free at-home program. Speaking of at-home, from uh, an equipment perspective, that kind of thing, what would you say are maybe some of the, the essentials that they should have? I mean, there's still the opportunity to go out to the store if you can and grab a couple of things that might be a help at the house. Honestly, some things that can really help is even just like, I mean, I sent out a text and then I sent another text out um, to all my athletes saying, listen, like list everything and everything and anything that you might have. You know, if your mom has one exercise band that you don't think, uh, you know, you would use, let me know. So if you have Jaeger bands, um, actually, I, I, there's a lot of different ways we can we can kind of uh, jerry rig that to add some resistance and some some external loading. Um, which is going to be even better than than body weight. So yeah, if you have a pair of Jaeger bands, um, that would be great. If if you have an ability to get even even some you know some dumbbells up to 20, 30 pounds, it's a little bit of external load, and and then from there with our strength work, you just instead of you know you, you can do 20, 25 reps um, instead of you know the normal kind of six to ten or, or lower rep high weight. That would be my advice. One of the things that I keep thinking back on is uh, there's the video of Sidney Crosby or any hockey player, it seems like, uh, denting up the old washing machine with hockey pucks. And I wonder if there's a baseball equivalent to that or at the very least maybe thinking outside the box and some of the ideas around the house in terms of whether it be weights or bands or anything else. Is You might be able to th- come up with some pretty ingenuitive things if you put your mind to it. Yeah, I, th- I suppose so. I'm trying to figure that out. I mean, if you have an unfinished basement and, um, you know, some type of a, a tennis ball, I guess. Uh, but to be honest, I think that maybe doing some of those improvised things might do more harm than good. Um, I don't know if you've ever, you know, most people listening, if you think about when you were a kid and you throw that tennis ball as hard as you can, it doesn't feel the best on the arm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it just kind of depends. If I think if we don't know how long this is going to last, if it's if it's going to, you know, hopefully two, three, four weeks, I would say, you know what, don't try and mess with with you know throwing a ball in a sock or, or whatever you might have. But if it lasts a lot longer, then might have to get a little more creative on that end of things. Well, and the nice thing too is at least nowadays you have that ability to communicate. And I know whether you're on the cell phone, you're texting, you've got Facebook, everything else is going on, whether it's yourself or anyone else in this province who's dedicated themselves to uh, helping develop these athletes is you're basically an open door policy at this point. And so talk a little bit about um, that importance of being able to communicate communicate and, and talk things through yeah i mean it'll it, it'll be massive um massively important i mean i'm gonna write these programs for for all, all these all these clients and i don't just have baseball players you know i've got volleyball players hockey players um and i have some people that are just trying to trying to you know um that are older and just want to get in good shape um and so yeah there's gonna be i'm gonna have to write the program there's gonna be a number of exercises that they haven't seen before um and i'll i'll 
probably take it upon myself. This would be a good opportunity for me to to add to my kind of exercise video library um, for my online clients. And uh, yeah, they'll just have to text me. Um, you know, they're allowed to. I'm, <laughs> I got a lot of free time too, so um, they can text me with any questions they may have, and and I'll get and we'll just kind of make the best of a, a really bad situation, um, and and try to. Like I said before, just um, do as good of a job from a training standpoint that we can. So when hopefully the world resumes, we can we can kind of hit the ground running. Um, and these guys aren't, you know, or these athletes aren't too far behind from where they were a week ago um, from a training standpoint. You mentioned the word opportunity there, and, and there's that hint of positivity, obviously, as much as this is a bad situation and it's not the most ideal situation is whether you're a business owner like yourself and needing to kind of reframe what you do, there is that opportunity to um, reach out and, and to work together with others and, and make sure that we're still able to make it about as normal as we possibly can. Yeah, I mean, this is reality. It's just like anything, um, you know. I think that the I've always believed that baseball is a great vessel for life, and um, you know if you're not playing well, you can you can complain about it or you can work harder and and deal with the present situation you're in. You get hurt, um, you know. Once feeling bad bad for yourself and bad about it isn't going to help. Um, reality is reality, and you're you're faced with a choice. What 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 can I do from from where I'm at? And, I mean that's the that's the standpoint. Um, I'm going to take and, and try to, to, to get through to my athletes too. You know, I'm going to send out another text today basically saying like, there's probably going to be a lot of athletes that don't do much during this time. So um, are you going to pat you? This is an opportunity to pass people by, you know, outwork, outwork some people while, while some people are going to just sit at home. You've had a couple of really interesting cases that have been in your gym over the last little while, and one particularly that we've had on this program is Eric Zabrowski. And did you learn anything from what you helped him through to maybe allow yourself to have that same mindset going into what we're facing currently? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I had my career um, cut short uh, from shoulder surgery a long time ago. Um, and so I personally understand what it's like. And, um, you know, Eric was, uh, I can't say enough to how valuable he is to have, you know, in the gym, um, at, at HP on a daily basis throughout the off season, just rubbing shoulders, um, with the, with the younger athletes, shining an example, uh, for how, how, you know, how you go about it on a day-to-day basis. And, and then kind of to your point, um, the positivity he had every single day, even though, um, it gets, it is, it's mundane. I mean, I, I read on the board a lot that excellence is mundane. It's boring. Um, and he, I mean, you've, you've talked to Eric, he's one of the most positive, Mm -hmm. uh, happy people there there is and i know that he he had some some times where he was maybe not that way but certainly not whenever he came into the gym he came in and got after it and 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 i think there's there's a a lot of value in in uh attacking things with joy and just positivity and he's a great example of that from your standpoint what are you hoping to focus in on to help those athletes who have come to you and continue to do so um, I would say, you know, kind of, kind of what we've been talking about the last few questions is, um, you know, I stress to, to, to my athletes all the time that they need to try and become their own best coach. Um, and they have a ton of time on their hands and, um, you know, I, like take this time to, to, to read a little bit more. I'm going to share with them some, um, you know, some different materials, podcasts, uh, to, to help them kind of with their own, you know, 
development, um, you know, both baseball as well as just personal. Um, and then, you know, I think that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And as terrible as this situation is, it's, I had an athlete, I asked an athlete yesterday, what have you been doing? He said, not much, been, been going, going for a walk every day with my mom. And, um, you know, as terrible as this is, it is, I guess, an opportunity to to slow down, spend more time with your family. And, and, you know, I'm going to read more and, and study more and, and, uh, reflect more. And, and so maybe, maybe when we all get back to it, um, we're all a little bit recharged. I, I hope, I hope this doesn't hit us too hard. Obviously one of the things we focused in on has been the, the physical aspect of it. I'm wondering about the mental side of it as well. What kinds of things would you like to pass along to, uh, younger athletes on that front? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that uh, this is uh, we kind of alluded alluded to it earlier. Um, you know, control what you can control, um, do what you can, uh, where you are with what you have at all times. Um, you know, just take things day by day, and uh, you know, pass people by. Um, I think that uh, you constantly have to try and. Um, it's you versus you and, and work harder than you did yesterday. But if you can, uh, you know, there's always opportunities to outwork other people. And, and this is, uh, I don't want to say this is a great opportunity because it's not, but, um, I guess this is a chance for, for you to, to kind of maybe, uh, pass some other athletes by and, um, just make the best of, of, uh, bad situations because life, no matter what you're, you're going to go through life and you're going to you know, encounter adversity, whether that's with the game or loved ones dying or, fr- you know, whatever it may be. Um, and you have to learn how to, how to deal with that. Um, and I think that some, some people are going to have to encounter that at a younger age with what we're going on, right, going through right now than, than maybe normal. Absolutely. Well, some great tips, some great advice in amongst all that we've talked about so far. If you don't already, you can follow Taylor on Twitter at tburns34. You can also follow Absolute HPerf is what they are, Absolute Human Performance. Taylor, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. I appreciate uh, you having me. Thanks again to Taylor Burns for joining us, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. We are eternally grateful for all of your support at albertadugoutstories.com and here on the podcast. As said earlier, we will continue to bring you as many stories as we can in the days, weeks, and months ahead as we get through this situation together. Wash your hands, take care of yourself and your loved ones, and be kind. Much love from us here at Alberta Dugout Stories. Until next week, we wish you well.